0: It is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agent. plus are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science. With your host. Listeners, welcome back to this episode of Spectacular Science. I'm Akshay. I have a question for you. What do you think is the largest organ in your body? Or should I say on your body? Let me give you a second or two. Well, you might be saying, Akshay, just tell us the answer. Well, I'll tell you right now. The largest organ in or on your body is your skin what the skin is considered an organ well yes the skin is actually considered an organ and it's the largest organ on your body just look at it it covers your entire body but it actually protects you from all the dangers outside like germs moisture or even just regulating your body temperature Your skin plays an important role in protecting you, and this episode is all about that skin. Get ready, because we're going to take a deep dive into the science of skin, or as we like to call it, the anatomy of skin. So first of all, what is skin? Well, skin actually covers your body and protects everything inside of your body. Skin is made up of different layers, and we're going to get to that in a little bit but skin helps you with so many things, like protecting our bodies, keeping our body temperature just right, allowing and allowing us to have the sense of touch. It also holds all the organs, bones and muscles together. So your skin actually makes up who you are. It's amazing. Now let's talk about the layers of skin. There are a few main layers, and we're going to get through each of them. Now, the first layer is the epidermis. The epidermis is the part of the skin that you can see. Okay, now look down at your hands for a minute. Even though you can't see anything happening, your epidermis is really hard at work. At the bottom of the epidermis, new skin cells, or the building blocks of life, are forming. When the cells are ready, they start moving toward the top of your epidermis. This trip from the bottom to the top takes about two weeks to a whole month. And as newer cells continue to move up, older cells near the top die and rise to the surface of your skin. And what you see on your hands and everything else on your body are really just skin cells. Now as those skin cells wear away, They just flake off of your skin. You can't even see that happening. But every minute of the day, we lose over 40,000 dead skin cells off the surface of our skin. So, just the time that you took to listen to this episode, you probably already lost uh, about 120,000 skin cells. (laughs) That is a lot. Now even though we lose so many skin cells new skin cells are growing all the time and that's why we have the epidermis the next layer is the dermis you can't see a dermis because it's hidden under your epidermis the dermis contains nerves blood vessels oil glands and sweat glands it also contains collagen and elastin which are tough and stretchy the nerve Nerves in your dermis tell you how you feel when you touch things. They work with your brain and nervous system. So you can check out our nervous system episode for more information. And your brain gets that message about what you're touching. Is it the soft fur of a cat or the rough, rough surface of a table? Whatever it is that you're touching, you can always rely on your, on your dermis for what you are feeling. Sometimes what you feel can be dangerous. So those nerves work with your muscles to keep you away from getting hurt. If you touch something hot, the nerves in your dermis respond right away, saying, ouch, that is hot. And the nerves quickly send this message to the brain or spinal cord, which immediately commands the muscles in your hand to take your hand away. This all happens in a split second without you even thinking about it. That's amazing. Your dermis is also full of lots of tiny blood vessels. These keep your skin cells healthy by bringing them oxygen and nutrients that they need and by taking away waste. These blood vessels are hard to see in kids, but you may get a better look if you check your grandparents' skin. As the dermis gets older, It gets thinner and much easier to see through. The dermis is also home to oil glands, too. These are also called sebaceous glands, and they are always producing sebum. Sebum is your skin's own natural oil, and it rises to the surface of your epidermis to keep your skin protected and also waterproof. You also have sweat glands in your dermis. And they come out of tiny holes in your skin, and when the sebum meets the sweat, which is the oil, meets the sweat, they form a protective film that's a bit sticky. That film helps protect your skin and also helps you pick things up. Now the third layer is called the subcutaneous layer. It is mostly made of fat, and it helps you regulate your body temperature. The subcutaneous layer also helps hold your skin to all the tissues underneath it, so basically clings it to the rest of your body. The layers is well, where you find the start of hair, too. Each hair on your body grows out of a tiny tube in the skin called the follicle, and you can learn more about all that by checking out our hair episode. Every follicle has its roots way down in the subcutaneous layer and continues up through the dermis. Those are the three layers of skin. The epidermis, dermis, and the subcutaneous layer. Now, let's talk about how skin can actually help you. Your skin actually protects you from bacteria and lots and lots of water. And the skin can also warm and cool you down. Your skin can help if you're feeling too hot or too cold. Your blood vessels, hair, and sweat glands cooperate to keep your body at just the right temperature. If you were to run around in the heat, you would get overheated. If you play outside when it's cold, your inner temperature would drop. Either way, your skin can help. Your body is very smart, and it knows to keep your temperature right around 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, or 37 Degrees Celsius. To keep you and your skin skin cells healthy, your skin can respond to messages sent out by the hypothalamus, or the brain's kind of inner thermometer. If you've been running around in the, on a hot day, your blood vessels will get a signal from the hypothalamus to release some of your body's heat. They do this by bringing warm blood closer to the surface of your skin. To cool you down, sweat glands also swing into action by making lots of sweat to release body heat into the air. The hotter you are, the more sweat your glands make. And once the sweat hits the air, it evaporates, meaning it changes from a liquid to water vapor off your skin and it helps you cool down. So when you're cold, your blood vessels keep your body from losing heat by narrowing as much as possible and keeping the warm blood away from from the skin surface. And that's how your skin can actually help you. I'm gonna go to my lab for a little deeper investigation, but before I go, what did we learn today? We learned that the skin is made up of three main layers, the epidermis, dermis, and a subcutaneous layer. All these layers play a role in keeping your body healthy and protecting your body from outside things. They can protect your body from moisture, germs, and even regulate your body temperature. And making you feel hotter when you're cold and making you feeling cooler when you're hot. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay. Our theme song is by China Ramachandran. Please visit my website, spectacularsci.com to find interactive activities, articles, blog posts, and all of our episodes. That's spectacularsci.com Please contact this podcast by going to spectacularsci.com slash contact or emailing us at podcast at spectacularsci.com Please follow or subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music. By following or subscribing, you get all of the episodes automatically. Please also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next Spectacular Science episode.